Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza Christina, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media platforms at The Gratitude Chick for TikTok and Instagram, The Gratitude Chick 2, that's T-O-O, for Facebook, and join my Facebook group, The Magic of Gratitude. Start your gratitude journey today with 21 Days of Thankfulness, available now on Amazon. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on our mindset journey. So we have cracked the fourth month of the year. In April, we have done 90 days on this mindset journey. Where are you guys at? What have you learned? What have you corrected? What have you, um, I don't know, what has happened? What's transpired in your life? I know for me, um, I, I'm, I'm going to be very honest here, as I usually am. I thought I would be further along than I am. But what I have realized today in praying is that I am in a battle for my mind. You know what I mean? Um, As a Christian, you know, one of the Bible scriptures that I grew up hearing that I didn't really take stock in and didn't really understand was that the greatest battle or fight that we would have to fight is with self. And that's kind of where I'm at. And the battle that I'm having is taking away the damaging portions, um, you know, of the beliefs that I've had and, and, and supplanting them with the positive truths that I am, I'm creating. I'm, I'm trying to choose the best words to describe. And that is the battle that's going on, really, because I'm 47. So I think if I had done this 25 years ago, it would be much easier to do in your 20s than to do in your 40s. At least this is what I'm thinking now. But even as I say it, you know, you guys have heard me say that my 20s were my worst decade. So I don't even know if I believe that. But maybe if I would have started this in my 30s, I don't know. Hindsight is always 2020. Um, But I will say that it's harder at 47 to do because I'm battling with almost a half a century. Oh, God, am I that old? Jeez. (laughs) But I'm battling almost a half a century of nonsense that um, not only did, you know, those who had authority over me tell me, but that I accepted as truth and told myself and then added to it, you know? So this is the battle that I'm having. And um, when I created my morning routine, you know, it's, some of these things are so simple. It's just, you know, it's so simple. But it becomes harder when you're battling your mind. So it's like moving through quicksand, you know? It's like moving through mud. It's like trying to run in mud. And that's kind of how I feel, even though things, you know, these things are just so easy. And I am a person that escapes to 
in my mind as well. Like my mind is so brilliant. It is so awesome. It is so phenomenal. Like that God gave us such, and, and, and the crazy part is we still don't even access all of it. But from the little bit that I access, access is so amazing because I can have turmoil and happiness and gratitude and also escape from work, from life in my mind. <laughs> it is insane. So um, my escape is, of course, reading. I rarely watch television because I think television just rots your brain. So, you know, growing up, we didn't get to watch like a lot of TV my grandmother was really, you know, into trying to protect us as much as she could. And she didn't let us watch primetime. Like, she was really big on, you know, primetime television. So, we didn't even get to watch TV, you know, after 8 o'clock. So, um, and then before that, you know, you had to come home. You have to do your chores. You have to, you know, um, do your homework. So, we really got to watch maybe maybe a half an hour TV a night. And I'm saying maybe because I really don't see most nights of me watching television. The only shows that I remember being able to watch growing up is Seinfeld and The Cosby Show. I didn't even watch A Different World. I think I was already gone um, to college by the time, no, I, I'm not going to college, but I was in high school by the time A Different World came out, and in high school, we, I didn't really watch television, I mean, I didn't grow up in a house where we had cable anyway, so that wasn't really my concern, and, you know, me and my friends, we didn't really watch TV like that, I don't remember any friends, really, and we didn't have TV the way a TV is today, like, we didn't have reality shows, we didn't have competition shows. We didn't have, you know, the biggest, like, drama really on TV was soap operas. That's pretty pretty much it. And, you know, as a teenager, who's watching soap operas? So, it's just TV wasn't my thing back then. Um, I think I got into TV much more once reality TV came about. And I'm not even talking about, like, the housewives. The reality TV that I used to watch a lot. Like, I started with, um, what's that show on MTV, um, where they put all the people in the house before, you know, that, that show, Real World, I'm sorry, my brain, that's kind of, was my kickoff to reality TV, I used to watch the Real World, and then, you know, um, the, then Big Brother, I've been a Big Brother fan since season three, let's go, I can't wait for Big Brother, and then, you know, The Amazing Race. So these are the shows that I love. I I got into, you know, The Housewives for a while. I never got into Love and Hip Hop. But I'm done with The Housewives. Like, they, it's just, it's gone down the rabbit hole. It's not even Housewives anymore. It's just like Caddy TV. And I'm, no thank you. So I said all that to say that I don't, I choose what I want to put in my mind now. And I read books, you know, and... Because my mind is the way that it is, it the books that I read become a movie in my mind, which I don't know if it works like that for other people, but I literally see if the author is good, I can see what I'm reading in my mind as like I develop scenes and see, you know, the descriptions and all that I see in my mind. So I don't know if other people um, read this way, but I do. 
So, and I've also gotten into, you know, kind of reading audio, listening to audio books too. At first I was dead against it, but I'm not anymore. I have a huge audible library (laughs) and now I'm getting into a company called Graphic Audio where it's multiple characters. Like, listen, okay, I'm off on a tangent, but this is what, um, I said all this to say, this is my escape. And I have so many things going on in my mind as I battle that I still have this section of my mind where I go to escape. And sometimes, and when I, and when I escape, you know, it's just the reading and the listening to the audiobooks and things. And when I go to escape, it takes me so far in that everything else just falls by the wayside. And what I mean by that is I don't, you know, count my blessings, like do my gratefuls. I don't do a morning routine. I don't do a nighttime routine. I just added a nighttime routine. Like I don't do these things and it can last for days upon days until um, it starts affecting me that I have to jar myself and, you know, get back to me. So yesterday was a day where I didn't do, I didn't write down my gratefuls or anything. And my goal was to do it every day for this month. And I thought I was going down the rabbit hole yesterday, but I got up and I did it today. The only thing I haven't done so far today is meditate. But I wanted to stop and record this um, this uh, episode because it is all about gratitude letters. Even though I've been talking about something else, this episode really is about gratitude letters. But I, I just wanted to get that off of my chest because I feel like um, with this this podcast, if I can't be my authentic self, then what is the point of me doing it? Because it's talks with the gratitude chick. It's not talks about bullshit, you know? It's talks with me about me and what I'm going through. That's what this is about. And hopefully, um, during the journey, I can motivate others, you know? I Like I always tell you, I'm not a guru. I'm not any of those things. I can barely pronounce guru. So I'm not any of that. I am just giving you guys me, and that's really all it is. That's literally all it is. You can take it or you can leave it. You can, you know, um, put me, write me off as a cautionary tale, whatever it is. But this is literally, you know, I'm, I'm just giving you me. And so now here we're going to start the episode for real. That's about gratitude letters. So I bumped up into this practice some years ago. And I never, I never really, you know, there are so many things that I bump into that I never really get the gist of or get the real kind of understanding for it until later on in life. So this is one of those things, you know, um, I didn't really see the purpose in writing the gratitude letter um, because in my I guess in my thinking, when I'm writing a letter, it is for someone. But these gratitude letters are really about me and for me. (sighs) That's not right. They are about me, but they are to God. Because, again, I am a Christian, so I attach all of my gratitude to God. So my gratitude letters are to God, about me, but living in the feeling of the wish fulfilled 
if that makes sense. So, the gratitude letters um, that I've written, I have five. And, and, and even though I say I have five, let, let's be clear. They're like two sentences each. They all literally fit on one page. And I know I talked about this in the other video, um, but I'm going to um, kind of read out what it is my gratitude letter is saying. Normally, I wouldn't read this out because it's very personal and I really just don't want to read it. But um, I want you guys to get a, the gist of what I mean about the gratitude letters. And I have also um, added a little bit more to it, which is why I'm doing this kind of as a follow-up um, episode to the one on journaling. So for these gratitude letters, I am going to start it with thank you, Lord. That is how I am starting my gratitude letters. And again, there, I, you know, you pick four to five different things that you want to see to come into your reality within the next, you know, six months. Um, some, some of these things, you know, will happen sooner, you know, be it unto you as you believe. So it, it really just depends on you and how you believe. And this is, you know, one of the things that is kind of a battle um, for me in my mind because it's battling a lot of limiting beliefs, you know? And when you have set in your mind, especially, especially from a child, when the people who have authority over you don't pour good things into you, and you are forced to, you know, think whatever it is that they say as truth about you. You know, sometimes when you're growing up, especially in my case, when I wasn't raised by my mother or father, because my mother died when I was eight, and my father, you know, was a deadbeat, you know, for lack of better words. So I was raised by people, by my, my mother's family, and they um, didn't or just didn't have the capacity to pour into me the way that I needed as a child. So I didn't get the, you know, you are loved and you are awesome. You are great. You are fantastic. You know, I didn't get all of those great affirmations that you should give your child. Instead, I got negative affirmations and for many years, these are things that, you know, were said to me through the 10 years that I lived, you know, there from 8 to 18 before I went to college. And I never got good affirmations, only bad. And and even if, when I say that, you know, if they listen, I mean, it is what it is. This is my story out, you know, this is how I'm saying it. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, when the people that have authority over you only say things that impact you negatively it's a lot of things that you have to wade through because you know back then we didn't have I'm not going to say this information wasn't available because obviously it was a lot of these things come from books that were written you know early 1900s or like the science of getting rich I think was written in the 1800s 1800s but because we did we, you know social media wasn't as wasn't prevalent it wasn't a thing at all and then you know we didn't have I grew up in the 90s internet didn't come about to like I don't know when internet was made but we didn't get it 
Um, I think at school, the first time I got on the internet was 1998. I didn't know what an internet was. I created my first email address in 98. So that was the first time I ever got on the internet was 1998. So by that time, I was 22. So I had already lived many years with, you know, horrible things being poured into me. And like I said, my 20s were my hardest decade because by that point, I had a huge description of who I was that was not something that I thought of on my own, but that was given to me, you know? And that is who I became in my 20s. You know, Big Mama, I became her. Um, I became evil, you know, because this is these are things that were said about me. And, you know, they were said, some of them were said behind my back, but in the same house where I live, so I heard what you said, you know? So it was, it was so many things that were said about me, whether they said it to my face or, you know, in another room where I can hear them. It still was a descriptor of who they perceived me to be as a child, which is insane to me. So <clears throat> as an adult, those things continue to carry on because, again, we, we weren't living in this era of therapy and, you know, <laughs> life coaching and, you know self-help that that movement was not there so I'm struggling to live my life with with all of the terrible things going through my mind every day and reading the bible and only gravitating to negative things you know um one of the things that I used to say to myself often is woe is me and I used to tell people that I am that woe I used to say that and I used to say things like, if any, if there's anything bad that can happen to me, it will happen to me. These are things that I said, I stood firm on, and I believed wholeheartedly. So it was, it, it was still very surprising to me that my world in my 20s was so turbulent. Because I wasn't at the point where I understood and knew that my words and my thoughts were a direct correlation to how my life turned out you know I didn't have this knowledge and so I reaffirmed and reaffirmed and reaffirmed and reaffirmed until once I started learning these things and and the first time I learned something different was with the secret and when I read that book and then subsequently saw the movie, because I read the book first and then saw the movie, I was floored. Like, this was new information. And all the Christians were like, you know, this is, you know, demon act, you know. And I was, you know, struggling. Like, how is this demonic? Like, what? <laughs> like, this was a struggle for me because what you're saying to me is that all these negative things is okay for me to believe in. And to keep me bound, but this is telling me that there is something different. That if if I just turn my words around, I can have a better life. So being that I am here at home having all of these negative things being said to me and you know, things, negative things done to me, and then being bound to organized religion that does not allow you to think freely. It's just 
I was battling this battle really started in my 30s because once I read the secret and learned about the law of attraction it was very like eye-opening but then the the Christians were like this is demonic and it was just a battle like how is this demonic because it's just telling me to change what I'm saying so it has been a, a tug of, a tug of war for years and it wasn't until 2020 with the pandemic and I was laid off from the job that I loved in the beginning but I hated at the end and um I was laid off from that job and then the pandemic you know all of this happened within a few months span laid off pandemic and as a result of that I wrote a little gratitude book that's no longer available on Amazon because I replaced it with the 21 days of thankfulness but that was my first time like digging deeply into gratitude and I took on the moniker of the gratitude chick in 2020 and I did all of this because my grandmother no matter what was going on and she was like my sounding board anything I thought or whatever I knew there was only one person on earth that I could talk to and that was her and she used to tell me in all things give thanks she drilled that into me she was one of those people who was a not only was she a praying grandmother but she she taught me the scripture like she is the one who made me read the bible every morning we had to have devotion you know um i went to church on saturdays i was raised seven day adventist and she had us you know i went to private school like this is this was her she was she believed heavily in christian education i went to private school all my life except for my junior year high school and then i went to a private sda college and i learned a lot about god i did um the 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 pastor of that church of the of the college that i went to he was the best pastor I've ever heard in my life. The best. I won't say his name because this is not about that. But he taught a lot about Jesus. And the reason why I no longer am affiliated with that church or any church or any organized religion is because they've moved far and away. And they, it's just, you, you, you're not allowed to have a free thought. Really, that's how I feel. And any thought that is contra to what they teach you as a part of the religion, is like a thought against God. And that is what I don't like. Because religion is man-made. These are man-made rules. And the fact that I could question you as a religion and you say I'm questioning God is something that I just, that was off-putting. And then their response to um, what happened during the pandemic with the marches and things like that was just the final straw for me. And that is the reason why I'm no longer affiliated with that religion or any organized religion. I am just a Christian who is a follower of Christ. That is who I am. But I had a tough time because of religion. And I will I'm definitely saying that just simply because organized religion is very rule based. It is very reminiscent of the Old Testament when 
they had so many rules for this and that and this and that and this and that. That is what organized religion is to me. And I feel like if we are to be free, we are free indeed. The Bible tells us that then I should not have to live under the tenets of, of organized religion. And that is why I choose not to do that. Um, so, but my, that was my entire, you know, I go off on tangents sometimes, please forgive me. But my entire point of bringing up organized religion is to explain why I'm just now at 47 trying to fix my life instead of having done this 10 years ago. It is a battle when you are raised with people who don't love you the way that you should be loved. You know, I cannot say that they didn't care for me. I don't believe that they necessarily loved me. Um, But, and the reason why I can say that there is a difference and a distinction is because I have a niece now. You know, my niece is 15. And there's no way on earth I would ever consider treating her the way that I was treated by my mother's brothers and sisters. So that's why I say that there's no reason why, how they could have loved me because I pour good things into my niece. I, she knows that she can talk to me about anything. She knows that auntie loves her. She knows that she can pretty much get away with anything with me because I, I, you know, I'm not her parent. So she, she comes to me because I'm not her parent. And I give her the real, but I also, you know, teach her about gratitude. I teach her, you know, to say good things over herself. I teach her to have confidence. I teach her these things. So these things are, this is the things that I teach her are things that were were not taught to me. I don't say negative things to her. I try my best to be as positive to her as I can because I want her to go out in life and love who she is. I teach her to have, you know, I pour good things into her because the way that you, as a, as an individual, as an adult, learn to love yourself and to learn to have good self-esteem is the, someone has to teach you, right? Someone has to pour into you those things. So if as a child, no one pours in, pours love into you and tells you you are beautiful and tells you no matter what, how you look or what, or this, that, and the third, you are beautiful, you are smart, you are intelligent. If no one tells you these things, rather they tell you the opposite, what do you think is going to, what, what kind of person are you creating? You know what I mean? What kind of person not creating, raising? What, what do you think is going to be the outcome of what you're doing? It's the same way if you're raising, if, you, if you're pouring, you know, dirty water into plants. What do you, what, what do you think is going to be the out, outcome of this plant? So this is this is why I say there's no there's just no way there could have been any love there the way that they, you know, treated me. So this is probably going to be a terrible episode for them if they listen. So I mean it is what it is. But at 47 or I shouldn't even say 47 because this started at 43 or 44 44 43. Listen, I can't count. (laughs) 44, I think. Yeah, 44. I was turning 44 that year, I should say. So, I'm only three years into this thing, okay? And it's been a rough three three years 
because I am really just sitting here having to battle with decades, literally decades of like negativity. So that is where I am right now. And the purpose of this gratitude letters, of these gratitude letters are to kind of put in my mind, kind of supplant in my mind what it is that I want and even who I want to be. Now, apart from the gratitude letter is the affirmation. So here is what my morning routine is. It is, I get up, I pray, and I don't want to call it a morning routine because sometimes I don't wake up until after the afternoon because I stay up late at night working and stuff. So it'll be... Uh, I call it my wake-up routine, but for you, the purpose of you guys, you, it'll be morning routine. I wake up, I pray, I count my blessings, which is I write 10 things that I am grateful for, the reason why I'm grateful, and then I tie it all up with thank you, thank you, thank you for whatever it is. So I that's prayer, write my gratefuls, um, then I say I read out loud my gratitude letters. And then after that, I meditate. I still haven't done that for the day, so I still have to do that. I meditate, and then I say my affirmations. Now, I'm going to go with the gratitude letters because you guys, I've already said, you know, and described in depth on many videos how to count your blessings. So I don't think I need to go over that again. But for the gratitude letters, this is, I'm going to, I have five written here. Again, they're like two sentences each and it fits on one page. So I'm going to give you, um, two of them. Um, one about good health and one about the car that I want. Okay. It says, thank you, Lord. I now remove three pounds from my body each week as I journey to my perfect weight. I am now in good health, healed from gastritis and fatty liver. I am so grateful to be healed from everything. I am loving my new healthy body. That is it. That is the whole gratitude letter for the health and weight loss. And then I tie it up with thank you, thank you, thank you. And then the second one is thank you, Lord. I now drive a 2023 Infinity QX 55 blue on black SUV. It feels so amazing to own this car. I am so blessed to be able to get up and go wherever I want in this beautiful, awesome new car. I can't wait for my next road trip. That it, and then you tie it all up with thank you, thank you, thank you. So that's literally how short these are. And you do that, you find four to five topics like that and you just write it out you know, title it, thank you, you know, again, I'm a Christian, so I'm going to say thank you, Lord, whatever you believe, but start it with thank you. At the end, end it with thank you. I do end it, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. I do that. And write four to five topics, and I'm telling you to write it down. You know, a lot of times, because we have these cellular devices, we want to put it all in a cellular device. Listen, don't neglect writing things out. I know we live in a digital age, but writing it versus typing it, it is a different, I don't know, I have done both, but I find writing things out to be much better for my mind 
for it to stick in my mind when I write it out versus typing. I don't know why. It's just my experience. So I would advise get a journal that you love, that, you know, resonates with you and write it out. Um, Consequently, I have lots of journals available on Amazon. Just type in Luanza Christina. (laughs) Shameless plug. Okay, so the affirmation that I use, um, and this is, listen, I have given you guys many affirmations. This one right here is for me. It's not for you. And I say it's for me because it's all about me and what I want to do with life. But I want you guys to listen to it so that you can write your own affirmation. This is not a generic affirmation. It's not something that I'm telling you, oh, it may resonate with you. No, this is an affirmation you must write for yourself. And I'm going to tell you why. So this is the affirmation. I am Luanza Christina, New York Times bestselling author, world-renowned podcast host, multimillionaire, loving wife to a loving husband, awesome sister, aunt, and friend. I am a healthy, wealthy, successful, abundantly blessed, and happy woman. That is my affirmation. That's why I said it's mine, and you have to write your own. So the purpose of this is describing exactly what it is that I want in my life. And what I am going to do with this affirmation is I have it programmed in my phone um, hourly because I am wanting these things in my mind. So hourly, I am, my alarm goes off and hourly I do two things. I sit for 30 seconds and I list again everything that I am grateful for. Usually it's new things. And I don't write it out. I say it in my mind. It's a gratitude rampage. When the alarm goes off, I say, I am so happy and thankful for my house. I am thankful for the sun that is shining outside today. I am thankful for safety um, through the night. I am thankful for my awesome yard that is so green and the grass is growing because spring is here. I am grateful for all the the flowers that are growing. I am grateful for my awesome neighborhood. Like These are things that I just go through and say I'm grateful for and I let it just come out. It's not something that I think about. I just let whatever come out of my mouth. And if I am by myself, I say it out loud. If I am not by myself, I say it in my mind. 30 seconds, it's over. And then the next thing I do is I repeat this affirmation three times in a row. I am Luanza Christina, New York Times bestselling author, world-renowned podcast host, multimillionaire, loving wife to a loving husband, awesome sister, aunt, and friend. I am healthy. I am a healthy, wealthy, successful, abundantly blessed, and happy woman. And I say that three times in a row, and that's it. That takes maybe 90 seconds, once an hour. But the the caveat here is that while I do keep this in my phone, I still write this out this affirmation out, I write it out physically once a day. Because again, writing anything out makes it stick in your mind more. So at at the very least, in the morning when I'm doing my gratefuls and things like that, I write out this affirmation because I want it to stick in my mind. And for the rest of the day, I read it off of my phone. So it's, it's, 
it's it's a little bit different than typing it out because a lot of times I, I what I, whatever I'm typing is just not in my mind because I have worked I, I don't know if it's if it's because I have worked in corporate America for so long that I can zone out while I'm typing. I can't zone out while I'm writing because what I'm writing is coming from my mind. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I I, I don't know if I'm art- articulating this well, but if you are a person that journals and are a person that writes, then you'll know that writing something out is is much deeper than typing something out. That, I mean, I can't explain it until you've done both and see that there is a difference. So for me, I do write this affirmation out every single day. And I'm not, I don't write it multiple times a day, once a day. And I just keep it in my phone so that when that alarm goes off, I do my, my, my gratitude rampage and I do my affirmation. And the purpose of this is again, because I am battling the negativity in my mind, there are synapses and neurons and things that have to be disconnected from the old thoughts and new neurons and things. I'm not a neuroscientist, but I know that there is something that has to disconnect while new things grow to be reconnected. I do know that part. And and as a result of what it is that I am building anew in my mind, I have to be consistent all day to build these new things in my mind. No matter what it is that I'm doing from the time that I get up until the time that I go to sleep, every single hour I do it. You have to make time for you. You are building a new mindset. You are getting rid. If you hear this, this is me. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, sometimes you use your pen and you're making a point. Sorry about that if you hear that noise. But you have to make time for you. Put aside things. Make time for you. And the good thing about this practice is no one has to know about it because this is what you're doing in your mind. It is great if you can say it out loud loud because the first thing that the first thing person that hears what you're saying is you. And if you can say it out loud, it sticks better in your mind. But saying it in your mind loudly also works. So wherever possible, say these things out loud. If if it's not possible to say it out loud, scream it in your mind. Either way, get it done. Write that affirmation out. Write it about you, you know? The way that I even got to this affirmation to write it out is that I chose my topics first for my gratitude letter. And then if you go back and listen to the um, the podcast called Journals, Journals Galore, I think. I'm, I'm not sure. Journaling, effectively journaling, I think. <laughs> um, actually, I don't know if I put it in that episode. So I went back to see if I, the episode is too long for me to, to just go back and see if I put it in there. Um, but I'm going to briefly go through what it is that, you know, how, how you pick for your gratitude letters. I really think I did go through this, but you know, it, just, let, let's just reiterate. Okay. So, um, the first thing you want to do is it's only three parts. Figure out what it is that you want. Again, you're going to pick four to five things. 
what do you want? What do you want to happen within the next six months? What do you want? So I would say put a list of maybe 10 to 12 things and then start Xing out the things that are the least important until you whittle it down to four to five things. After that, answer the question, how will what you want make you feel if you receive it? Answer that. And then the last question, what does that mean you can now do? So what is is it that you want? How is what you want going to make you feel when you get it? And what does it mean that you can now do now that you have what it is that you want? Those are the three questions that you answer for, and, and that's how you get your gratitude letter. So now, when I was writing my affirmation, I went to my gratitude letter and I wrote and I looked over everything that I said that I wanted, and that is how I got to my affirmation. So always, for, for the purpose of this affirmation, I started it off as who I am. And I wrote every descriptor behind, I am Luanza Christina. So by me, I've never written an affirmation that mentions me. It just says I am. But it's the double whammy to me by saying, saying, not only saying I am, but my name. I am Luanza Christina. And then describing who I am. So that is why this affirmation is very personal and very powerful. Because not only is it an I am statement, but it is you're inserting yourself again by stating your name. So this is the affirmation that I definitely um, not not my affirmation, but <laughs> this is how I want you guys to write the affirmation that coincides with the gratitude letter. Because those two together are the powerhouse. And once you say your gratefuls every day, you say your gratitude letter. And, and listen, again, for April, I established a nighttime routine as well. So my nighttime routine is to pray, read my gratitude letters, say my affirmations and meditate the meditate part um i don't i think i told you guys i am in this meditation program by mind valley and it is um called the the silva ultra mind system based off of the book by jose silva called um don't you hate me your mind does that uh if you go to Amazon and look on, look him up. His name is Jose Silva. The Silva Mind Method, I want to say, is what it's called. I think that's what it's called. And he gives you different, different meditative ways to kind of control your own thoughts. So that is the course that I'm taking. And I, I highly recommend the book. Um, if you want to take the course, I don't, you know, I'm not selling the course or anything, but the course is $99 a month or $400 for the year. So obviously I did $400 for the year because who's paying $1,200? Come on. Which that's probably a sucker move on their part to get me as the sucker. <laughs> but the, the, I've already done five episodes and these five episodes have been so eye-opening. I, I'm sure you could do it with the book, but a person like me who has um, problems, who's had problems in the past 
quieting their mind and who, even though I can daydream all day long and see a picture in my mind when I daydream, visualizing is not as easy as daydreaming and it's giving me different techniques to help along. So for someone like me that has issues with visualizing versus daydreaming, you know, this is a good, you know, a definitely it's a good course. I'm not going to lie to you. So far, I am not bemoaning my choice to do it. I didn't even give it a thought. And the crazy part is I was hemming and hawing about the $13 book because I um, subscribed to Kindle Unlimited. And I really don't like buying books when I'm already subscribed <laughs> to a book service. So I was back and forth about buying a book, but then I just said, I didn't even give it a thought to join the program for $400. That does not make sense. (laughs) But anyway, um, that meditation, like when I'm done here, I'm going to, you know, power up. And the purpose of it is to get me to a place where I can meditate on my own. And I was at a point where I could, but then I, I let it drop. Once you can, once I can master my mind to meditate on my own, it's just, it's, 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 all of this is a new way to help me battle my own thoughts. It's really how I see it. It's an investment in me. And that is the reason why I bought it. And I don't have, cause I, I have often in the past had buyer's remorse and I don't have buyer's remorse with this because my goal is to master my mind as much as I'm able to. And when I say master my mind, I mean be the master of my thoughts, how they flow. Stop negativity from completing, you know, think good things for myself. Um, Be able to, you know, control the, the positive and things that go in my mind. Think positively about myself and other people. This is what I mean about mastering my mind. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to kick out the influence, influences of the world. You know, this is why I don't watch the news because I know that the news is here to, it's, it's a fear-mongering tactic to, you know, now they're, you know, I'm not even going to say, ugh, but they're fear-mongers and they want us afraid of this, that, and the other, whatever. So I don't even believe most of the news that comes on. So, and, and what's crazy is that I would believe news more on social media than I do, you know, just turning on the news on random ABC, CBS, or CNN or something. So anyway, I have rattled on for like 45 minutes here. (laughs) So I hope you guys have listened and actually learned something other than hearing me prattle about. Um, so I hope that you guys do these gratitude letters and create your own affirmations, set up your own wake up routine and nighttime routine. And I hope that this month yields the results that you want. And I hope that you continue this practice throughout the year, which is my goal, which is my goal. The, I'm just trying to set the habit in April so that it's my goal for the, for the rest of the year. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change once you add the daily practice of gratitude. You guys have a blessed day.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza Christina, aka The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and give it five stars. If you have not already, get your copy of my book, 21 Days of Thankfulness, available now on Amazon.